things cannot be long hidden. The sun, the moon, and the truth. So tonight, the truth is going to be unfiltered and full of flavor. Please welcome Dana McCool and Eric Ramundo, bringing you the smoking truth. Happy Friday! Happy Friday, McCool. How are you doing, my dear? We talked about that before the show. Apparently, (laughs) Dana took full advantage of her medical card today. So I was Uh, overly medical. I never do that either, but I was feeling a little headachy and nauseous today. Yeah, probably still. I hear, I hear, I hear. You know that takes care of a lot of those issues there. It does, but also makes you kind of stupid. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to try to talk with some authority today. You you said it, not me. Okay. Wow. Wow. You went there. Well, just hey, listen. You know, we're going with the flow today. So today, folks. We're going to have it's a good like, show today. It's like, it's like an Adam's Family yeah. show today. We're going to have, it's, yeah, there's like a little, there's a bit of a monster brewing over here. And I, we're, uh, so today, I just want everybody to know, we're going to get into the housekeeping real quick. But today, yeah. we have Mike Cimento on today. Mike has been a, a good friend of mine for probably about the past eight, nine years. Um, no, Mike. Mike's in the insurance industry, health insurance industry. So today's show is going to be in part health insurance, uh, health insurance related. We'll talk mm-hmm. to Mike about it so folks understand and know exactly what options are available to them, the good, bad, the ugly, whatever it may be. And then towards the end of the show, probably the last maybe 20 minutes or so, we're going to get into some some crapola um, that I like to call okay. it. Some bullshiggity, as Mr. Webster Barney likes to call it. Bullshiggity. Well, I don't even know that we need to do that anymore. No? I'm no. so disappointed with him. Okay. So. All right. Well. I, I, can we just do that from now on? Just talk about Sharon. Okay. okay? No, I'm not going to do I'm that. not using I'll just say, if you want to say, look at me, because he is no longer a rep to me. Oh, he is Sharon. I will leave that alone. So, with that said, housekeeping, everybody, please do not forget to follow us on YouTube. Man, hey, OG does the graphics, so you know exactly what you got to do. We walk you right through it. Hit the subscribe button, like, whatever you want to do. And guess what? You get notified when it drops on Tuesdays, on Tuesday mornings on YouTube. And then I will always put it on Facebook as well, because a lot of our folks follow us on Facebook. Yep. And let's check it out. And don't forget to share, like, all that on Facebook as well. Mike, please don't forget, if you get a chance, you know, like it all too as well, and then share it. Um, so folks get to learn a little bit about what you do. Uh, that said, and you can always email Gonzo at smokingtruth.live. Oh, I have my Elvis lighter, like always. Elvis is in the house, like always. I feel like I need to cover it. And I know. now. I'm, I'm feeling out of place here. I'm like, now, she normally will wear her reading glasses or something else. <laughs> but lately, she's been in the whole, yeah, you could. This is my stick. My I stick. Like it, I'm sorry, my like stick. Your stick. My stick. <laughs> However, Dana's been lately been doing the glasses. <laughs> Maybe for the nefarious reasons. I don't know. Apparently she uses her medical card on the way here and forgets yeah. the I must, so. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you, I swear by Mother Nature, I never do. But today, I ha- I told you, I had a headache all day long today and oh. felt nauseous. And I'm like, mm. how am I going to make it through serious production like the Smoking Truth podcast if I'm all headachy and crunky today? Only one of us can be an asshole a day. That is and true. That, and now, you were feeling a little spicy. So I said, today I'm going to be the foil, and you can be the serious You do that. OG, please take notice, because we may need you to interfere Uh, once in a while. All right. Uh, anyways, if you want, really why are you that looking at me? You're yeah. looking at me really judging. Yeah. A giant pile of quarters is going to be a long <laughs> show. 
Yeah, because I well, because normally we'll, she'll have a, a couple, and I'll ha- I may have a couple. Although you know, everybody knows I've been trying to get better about the whole F bomb stuff. Can you go end. back? We yeah. have both. Like we, yeah. You but speak you, for us. I, when I say good things, I speak for us. We. Okay. okay, go ahead. We have been trying to do a better job. We have been trying to do a better job. Eric's been doing a good job. Anyway, so, but now we see all these quarters out in front. And so, OG's like, oh, it's going to be one of them days. Dana's about to let her rip today. And I just was like, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I might have mellowed since Yeah. Okay. We'll right. see where your head's Let's get at. Here, I'm, oh. putting, I'm getting serious now. Last but not least. Okay. Go for it. You want to ask me? Who's your lover? My lover today <laughs> is none other than, and OG would love this one, BDP. BDP. <laughs> Very good choice. What does that stand for, OG? <laughs> My mic died. I don't know what I <laughs> So yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm going to throw it out there as just a, I won't say the whole thing, but I want po- folks to imagine. Big dang B- puffer. B- B- big dang puffer. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> big D, another name, some would call it penis, right? Um, and then I don't want to say the last name, but it's, it rhymes with your hand, or your, the inside of your hand, palm, and then you finish the rest of it out. I don't know. I just, you know. <laughs> so y'all, <laughs> y'all out there listening don't understand what that is. Big D. Palm, and I won't finish out the rest of it, because that's his last name, so I don't want to call him out like that. What is up with you today, dude? You're like... Today was, a, today was one of those days. I, I told know, you, earlier, you I'm told not, me. I'm, we I'm, I'm not going to get it on, about, on air, but okay. I just, it was one of those days, and I'm just now at a point where, and it's been two weeks, so I'm just going to release a little bit, and here we are. <laughs> okay, brother. So Sounds personal, but okay. Yeah. All right, listen. All right. Can you go ahead, and let's get serious here. Let's get serious. Here. All right. We need to talk health insurance. Okay. Uh, look, my personal take is obviously that I, you know, look, I think things are going to continue. I think things are going to get rougher, um, with the economy just in general, uh, moving forward. And, and, and even since the affordable care act has come out and everything, there's always been this, whether you agree with the policy. So folks, I want to understand, we're not here to, to discuss whether people agree or disagree with the, po- with the policies of where the state of health insurance is at in this country today. It is what it is. Mike has his own personal takes on it as well, too. I mean, he can probably, you know, divulge it however he, he want, how much he wants to. However, Mike is here as an insurance guy, kind of let you know what the lay of the land is, what's available to folks and so forth. And we can just talk about the health, uh, health insurance industry and where, it, where it's kind of morphed into from what you've seen over the last decade, you know? So, um, take it away, Mike. Take it away, Mike. All Mikey, right. you got it. All right, <laughs> hey, listen, can I tell you something before we start, too? Yeah. You're going to have to take the bull by the horns because Eric and I go out in left field a lot. Yeah. So, if we so get. Yeah. If we get I'm, I'm bring very us familiar back. with Eric. Okay. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> bring us back, okay? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Go ahead, Mike. Well, um, yeah. So, I have been an insurance agent for almost 10 years. Uh-huh. And, yeah, things have changed a lot since mm-hmm. I started. Um, the policies have gotten extraordinarily expensive mm-hmm. compared to. Yeah. Almost 10 years ago. And the cost of everything goes up. So we're used to that. But it's it's not about how much things go up. It's how fast, right? That's Let me ask you this. I want to ask you this. What's the, um, what percentage do you think it's gone up? I'm going to use a five-year scale for personal, like, go ahead. 100%. 100%. Yeah, I don't doubt that. At least. What is the average, average cost to cover someone? I quoted two people on the way here. It was a 39-year-old male and a 33-year-old female mm-hmm. on the same policy. It was the cheapest plan, and I hate using that word, so I'll try to say cost-effective. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be PC today. Um, <laughs> don't. Don't, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> um, it was Just call what it is, Mike. $800 a month. Mm-hmm. 
$7,500 deductible, $9,400 max amount of profit per person per year. Oh, okay, so let's let's look at this for a moment here. You got $800 a month, that's mm-hmm. $9,600 a year, mm-hmm. right? Then you have a $7,500 deductible per person. Mm-hmm. So that comes out to just over $600 a month. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're adding, that's $1,400 a month you have just to hit the deductible. Yeah. Including your premiums. Mm-hmm. It's insanity. Yeah. Um, now, because of this, the government has started subsidizing uh, a lot, a lot of money. People are getting, you know, I see people getting $1,300, $1,800 subsidies and stuff like that. Let me ask something. Hold on a minute. Yeah, yeah, no, go ahead, please. By all means, but this is I want. Why can't we address the root cause as opposed to continue to go up? Why can't we address the root cause of fraud, of um, just a capitalist mentality as far as insurance goes? Why aren't we doing that? Why isn't the insurance industry? I, I feel like they don't want to. First of all, but why aren't they doing that? Well, they can't. Um, the insurance companies being regulated by the government. So, so that's what I'm saying. Why I I don't even understand why it is that high. What is it? Like okay, because you're paying for medical services, mm. doctor, surgery. What is the root cause of why it's so high? I can't like I can't wrap my hand around this whole straw man inflation. Well, you know what what I mean? what it I, just makes my, me crazy. Mike, correct me if I'm wrong. And and once again, folks, this is just the numbers, the way it's been reported in general. I'm I'm kind of a, on both sides, right? So obviously, the Affordable Care Act comes into play, mm-hmm. and then what happens is is that now, yes, while it may have been good for about 30 million folks on the lower end of the scale to go ahead and come in and have something, somebody had to pay for that. And what you're doing now, who pays for that? It's mostly the middle class because the wealthy, they're self-insured, they're doing what they're doing, right? The, 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 the folks at the bottom of the, of the economic scale, they're now getting this lift up into something, whatever it is, right? And we'll talk about the donut, the donut hole issue and then who doesn't afford for, you know, who can't get on Affordable Care Act and then with those folks who are stuck in the middle. Mm-hmm. But it's the middle class paying for all mm-hmm. that. And so I know that sometimes we have these conversations about, you know, capitalism, free markets, this, that, and the other. And I will just tell you that I will, tell, I will say that one of the biggest challenges you have, and Mike, correct me if I'm wrong on this, I, I, my personal opinion is, I think when government gets involved, there's a lot of skewing that happens. And there's a lot of regulation that comes down and says, you have to do this, you have to do that, you have to do that. And at the end of the day, the insurance companies, to not go bankrupt, are still going to have to make money somehow, some way. I mean, that's reality. The same way you got to make money in your business, Dana, they have to make money in, in order to do that, too. And Here's the thing. I, I get that. Yeah. And, and you know what? Other countries successfully run their countries on providing health care. Well, and you know what? We suck. But their health care is nowhere near as good as ours. I, I, tell me whose is not. Um, Canada? I've, ta- I've talked to people from Canada, all over the world. France? Can I ask you a question? Sure. How many people have you had an in-depth conversation about with insurance? Um, a few. I've spoken to thousands of people from all across the world, every background you could think of. I feel like I just attacked your fucking capital. (laughs) (laughs) Your your capitalist hackles right there. No, no, no. I'll tell you a real quick story. You know, Mike's a little bit of a libertarian, but Mike, but Mike is pragmatic and Mike's is, so anyways, go ahead, go ahead. ahead. Well, I'll I'll, I'll tell you a real real quick story. Several years ago, I'm I'm meeting with these folks and they were from Brazil. Helped a lot of Brazilians for a while. Mm -hmm. They came here because they didn't have citizenship and I had a plan they could get until they could actually get on full-blown ACA policies. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm helping these immigrants out and they're not as private as we are, right? Like they don't care to leave the door open. So we're meeting in like a a meeting place in their very, very nice uh, apartment complex over Mm -hmm. down in uh, Celebration Disney. 
this couple from the UK can hear me because I'm loud. And they come, <laughs> <laughs> they poked their head and they were super nice about it. But they're just like, hey, um, I couldn't help but overhear you. We're from the UK. We have free insurance. Da, da, da. I said, okay, well, let's, de- let's debate the free thing. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, we kind of pulled up some rough numbers. I said, how much do you pay on taxes versus what, you know, the average American pays, so on and so forth. And I have my calculator here and I pull it all up and I thought I did it wrong. I said, there's no way that's right. You know, over, over the course of the 30 year uh, working history, uh, the calculation came out to just under a million. I want to say it was like $985,000 more in taxes that they paid than we pay. But hey, they got a free $30,000 surgery. Saved so much money. I'm sticking with my fucking. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going well, to double it down. Sounds, it sounds good, but when you actually run the numbers, most people don't. Most people don't actually sit there and go line by line of savings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is what I help my clients realize too when I sit down with them. Okay, a lot of people go, well, I don't want to pay this much money if I go to the doctor, the hospital, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're right. If you have an extremely high usage, if you know, if you're in, you spend three months a year in the hospital, probably a good idea. But if you're super healthy and you haven't been in the hospital in 10 years, why are you paying $5,000 more a year in your premium to only pay $2,000 less to the hospital that you don't go to? Mm-hmm. Mm. I would rather save that five grand a year and spend the extra two or three thousand when I actually get sick. Mm-hmm. Over the course of ten years, I've saved fifty thousand dollars. I spent three. D- you know what? D-, D Mac is that way. He f- refuses to get insurance. Mm-hmm. He's had one catastrophic medical incident in twenty years, right? Okay. That landed him in the hospital. A hundred thousand something dollars. He was in a coma for three weeks. Oh wow! Okay, oh, hundred thousand dollars. So for the last ten years, we've been paying. Uh, 200, mm. 250 mm. at for the first five years, I think it was 500 a month mm. on that medical bill. Right. Mm. It's still not going to touch the vicinity of all the shit ton of money that I have paid in and that he's yeah. not paid it. But then again, I'm like, I, you know, look at me and I'm sick. I mean, not really. I get serious life threatening shit. I don't get any, <laughs> I really do. I don't get, I'm, I don't get sick. Like at, yeah. if I get sick, I'm like getting cancer or I'm having major, major <laughs> surgery. You know what I mean? None of that. Uh, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I No, listen. No, no, no. Listen. So I will tell you that, you know, look, from my experience and knowing Dana for the last, you know, five, six years now, she's always been relatively just, I've always seen her being just a relatively healthy person and she's like a rock, right? Mm-hmm. She will get up and she'll do what she needs to do. Now, unfortunately, as most people know, I mean, obviously her cancer came back and she's still fighting her cancer and so forth. Um, but even at that, you know, she's still you know, she's like a rock. She'll, she'll come through. And then when, when something hits her pretty hard, she'll let me know or close friends or family know, Hey, I'm, I'm just kind of out of it right now. Um, but you know, and so beyond the, just the general talk, and I want to get into some other things about within the health insurance industry, Mike, what have you seen? Cause this is one of the, this is one of the things that bothers me the most about what we do in this country when it comes to just healthcare in just general, mm-hmm. it is super inefficient. Yes. Super inefficient. Yep. And, and that to me is probably beside fraud is in there as well too, right? Obviously fraud. I mean, you Medicaid, I mean, you go to South Florida and I think Marco Rubio just said another, another bit. Well, listen, and, it's, and there's some, and there's, they're involved. I think they're to blame as well pharma, too. There's too many, middle, too many middlemen, too many middlemen in the process. Yep. So Mike, from your perspective, what have you seen over the years as far as the amount of inefficiencies that's occurred mm-hmm. and blown up? Um, shit that makes you crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stuff that makes you crazy. So we have, we have a, a three-year <laughs> yeah. program, that's right. Um, well, 
couple things. One, I, I kind of want to address what both of you guys said, because you asked what the root cause is. Mm. There's no one root cause. It's, you know, think of it like a bicycle spoke. You know, there's there's so many different things that are intertwined mm -hmm. um, that create the solutions and the problems. Mm -hmm. okay. um, so one, when you have guaranteed issue policies, which is what the Affordable Care Act is. Right. Great for people pre-existing. You've had cancer. Mm -hmm. If you if this program wasn't a lot around, you probably wouldn't be able to get insurance. And if you could, it'd be ungodly expensive. I get insurance okay. now through the city. Through the city. Okay, yeah. right. Yeah. But right. if you were self-employed and that wasn't an option, I am self-employed, and that's you know what I mean. Like for yeah. the longest time, Blue Cross and Blue Shield, I was like fourteen hundred dollars a yeah, month. Yeah, right, for, yeah, right. For for me, with the ten thousand something crazy nine thousand, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, deductible, yeah. you know, yeah. Um, so that's one of the things is having guaranteed issue policies. Uh, mm -hmm. Think of it like your car insurance, right? If you have ten DUIs, do you pay more money than somebody who has a clean driving record? Yeah, yeah, because you're more risky. Right. Health insurance works the same way. Okay, there's no all insurance works on the same premises, so there's not really much difference other than execution of the policy. Yeah. Um, so guaranteed issue says, hey, we're going to treat everybody. Like they have 10 DUIs or zero DUIs, it doesn't matter. Everyone gets the exact same coverage. It's good for people with pre-existings, but like you said, it's kind of at the detriment of the healthy middle-class payer who's paying all this extra money for it. Um, you know, when you're looking at a plan that's getting subsidized and it's an $1,800 a month policy, granted, they're, they're getting it for free, but the government, aka taxpayers, are mm. paying $1,800 a month for a family of four to have insurance. Yeah, it's insanity. Why yeah. can't we just um, Why can't we just pay the health care providers? Why do well, we need insurance? I mean, you can. I think they need to go back to that. I think we need to have that used to surgical. be the way it used to be years ago. Yeah, yeah. Way, way back in the day, you had surgical expense plans and they only covered hospitalizations and surgeries. Pay for your own doctor's visit. Mm -hmm. Guess what? Doctor's visits back then were 10 or 15 bucks. Yeah. I've seen people get billed eight hundred dollars for an annual exam. So if you guys really want to talk about the, the cost of things. Let's talk about the capitalist fucking health care providers. I want to talk about that. <laughs> Seriously. Well, that's, that's the big hey, thing. Hey, how like, are you? How, 300, after I've waited yeah. an hour, yeah. first of all. $85 for a Tylenol at the, at the hospital. You what, know? But why? <laughs> because but why? they're allowed to. There's when, when, when anything else, when, when there's a, when there's a hurricane coming here, right? Yes. Thank you. I love you. I love you. Dana, I love you right now. <laughs> but you know, when there's a hurricane coming, if you, if a gas station starts charging, uh, they triple the price on bottled water. Mm -hmm. It's called price, price gouging. It's illegal. Mm -hmm. How come when I go to the hospital and they're charging 80 and I'm not, I'm just throwing frivolous numbers yeah. out there. So don't hold me to it, but let's just say it's $85 for a Tylenol one, not a bottle, yeah. which you can get at, you know, Walgreens. I'm for smuggling my shit in. But yeah. you know, it's it's insanity to me. It's like, how come? And then everyone gets mad at the insurance company. Well, the insurance company's getting ripped off. Well, so to your point, so let me let me, let me back up. So we in the legislature a couple years back, we mm -hmm. tried doing the bill because one of the most annoying things happens when you go into surgery, right? The <laughs> bills that come bills. after the surgery, yeah. after you, well, who am I paying for over here? None of that stuff was worked out prior. Mm -hmm. But you realize the anesthesiologist Oh, my God. Involved. They've tried to bring in like a, a you know, $7,000 yeah. an hour specialist <laughs> on me. And I'm like. So, tell, and, and I'm so like, it's a real no. thing. Really so a, a lot of folks in Florida, and look, Florida is one because we have an aging population here. We have senior population yep. and so forth. And the problem has been is that it's like, hey, look, why? So 
when I go to the hospital, get my surgery, right? And I go in and I talk, like when I had my surgery my neck a couple of years back, right? I sat there, I was like, okay, I'm paying X amount out of pocket. Hey, Eric, we were ran your insurance, how much you gonna pay out of pocket? I said, okay. I, Eric is expecting that when I'm done, that's it, I'm done. Surprise. Y'all worked it out behind the scenes. Yeah. Not my problem. No, 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 no. Then I get a bill from the anesthesiologist. Oh, then somebody else then they the had to bring in. And then, then whatever. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, wait a minute, I thought this was all worked out beforehand. Right. Nah, nah, nah. Well, nah. Eric, you can correct me if I'm wrong here. Now, yeah. I thought the Trump administration, not to get political, but oh, oh. I, I'm, I'm, talking, I'm, I'm talking time frame. Not, okay, 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 I'm okay, talking okay, time okay, frame. Right, right. So during the Trump administration, I had thought there was a bill passed that was called the Transparency Act, mm. where hospitals had to put, I think it was like the top 300 of their most common procedures in the lobby so people were educated. You want to know what I think the biggest problem is? You have no idea what your bill's going to be. Yes. If I go to a mechanic shop, if I call the cable Oh, they have company, to give you first of all. They anything have to... else. Yeah. I'm given a quote before I get the Well, service. it's like when you get in a car accident. So one of the things we've been working on in Florida is truth and pricing. Right. Which is basically, you know, which is basically t- <laughs> telling, but the problem, here's part of the problem. Uh, let me be very honest and candid with everybody right now. Because I've been at, I've been at the table. All right. The insurance company's like, hey. Now, they may have their own reasons for it, and I'm not saying we don't keep an eye on them, mm-hmm. but they go, hey, let us know what that price is, and we'll be more happy to pay out the claims for the bound patients. You know who doesn't want, it, doesn't want that visibility? The trial attorneys. They don't want that because that's how they make that's their bread and butter. Yep. And when we go back to overinflation within the system and fraud and all this other stuff, that is a part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Not the only problem. So I don't want, so every Republican out there, I want you to think that tort reform <laughs> is the only problem. It's not, it's a no. part of it, but there's other things in there. Like, why? So my wife got a, she had a, exam done a couple years ago. She had to get a CT exam, right? Do you want to know over here? Now, I've already told you, you know personally where, mm-hmm. where my insurance is from and yep. you know where my insurance is from. Right. I swear to God when I come, excuse me, I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> I swear that when I go to the hospital, they see me come, they go, cha-ching! <laughs> yeah. Right? And so now for, for her for her scans, $7,000. Guess what? When you go to Costa Rica, it's like 700 bucks. Yeah. If you walk into some of the, I'm not going to mention any names, yeah, yeah. but there's a, there's, I'll a do it. Center. Well, there's an imaging center right up the road here. And if you walk in there and you pay cash for an MRI, it's 350 Yes. Hand them an insurance card. They bill the insurance company $1,700. They, yep. they give them a $700 discount. They still got paid 1000 bucks. Yep. I know exactly who you're talking about. Oh, in another life, brother. So, hey, yeah. you another, know how much you like, know how much yeah. it's gonna cost to have your asshole looked at. Oh, <laughs> so lot. Mike, that was another show we did when we had Ramos on and his boss from Halifax oh, talking about getting a uh, a prostate exam or something like that. No, oh, I no, said no. I wanted them to throw that in. Oh, that's right. She said she wanted to throw in a colon scope, a colonoscopy. Colonoscopy. <laughs> there you go. Along with the prostate exam, Victor was Victor was all like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> He was like, wait a minute. Oh, I can imagine. But he was but he was egging it on too for me. I was like, wow, brother, you come no, on. No, it's time. Yeah. It's yeah. time for yeah. you to get it done. I'm not going to let that go. Hang but anyways. So in another life. You use two fingers or three? <laughs> Does three <That's> cost more? <laughs> <laughs> Three's half off. I want everybody to understand this is my backside we're talking about over here, brother. All right? I just want everybody to know it's my backside we're talking about. You're and, so one, two, or three go anywhere. I'm just telling you right now. They have to put one in. <laughs> it better be the skinniest dude in that. <laughs> Eric's going right. to find his own doctor. It's going to be a midget. Yeah, just, all right. So in, in another life, in another life, you guys know exactly, I don't want to get into it in the show, but you guys know other things that I do. And so I've seen it where we will go ahead and um, if a patient's having an issue because their insurance 
it could be lisinopril, right? Mm-hmm. Lisinopril is a heart medication, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we, uh, I know folks who offer it as free for 30 days. Won't say who, but just I'm just mm-hmm. letting you all know, right? Yeah. 30 days. Your insurance company, if you run it through the insurance, we've I've seen patients who go ahead and then run it through the insurance company, and their copay is like 25 bucks. Yeah, and it's so stupid. And who gets to keep that extra money? Yeah, and I'm just sitting there going, wait a minute. So a lot of times when the patients can't afford it, obviously I know folks who just say, look, we got a free list. It's a cash pay. Yeah, You may want to just not run that through. I hate to tell you that, but that's reality because ultimately the goal should be to take care of the patient. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, yeah, that's it. It should be. And yeah. I, and look, and, I, and there's other ways to make there's other ways to make money. But when you can help folks, I think it's I, I think it's incumbent upon people and businesses to do the best they can. Yeah. Even hospitals, right? When you talk about indigent care and all this other stuff, y'all make a lot of money. I know you don't want to say you do because you don't want to look at the big baddies. But I'm telling you, they make mm-hmm. a, quite a bit of money, mm-hmm. and. And some who get tax breaks and benefits for that should be encouraging more of that. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that's part right. of the, that's part of the issue. I, and I'm not just talking about here in Volusia. I'm talking about statewide, countrywide. I'm talking that hospitals need to step up to the plate more, along with elected officials. And I'll bag on elected officials for right now a little mm-hmm. bit about getting serious about trying to root out a lot of the uh, the inefficiencies within right. the system. Right. I know we're Don't trying. You guys for, aren't you in charge? Aren't the Republicans in charge? Can't you guys do that? Yeah, and uh, we're working on it. But I will tell you, it's. <laughs> it's there's a very powerful lobbies up there and listen i'm gonna be very candid with everybody we are Tell trying is the power like the the, the attorneys the well the attorneys, attorneys the well, big because but big part, part of the big problem is anytime you get all these folks in a room it's all like no 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 and everybody walks away from the table now we can do i guess we can do what we want to do right because you know hey elected officials you pass over a bill you want to but you also want buy-in because you don't want a bunch of people running around the state of florida being all upset and then they tar- then they tell their own narrative oh look what your legislature did mm-hmm. so the idea is yeah. to go ahead and get the buy-in from everybody and say where can we find the middle ground between those who want to sue mm-hmm. and have the ability to sue in this country you have a right to go ahead and get an attorney if something happens to you right of course but stupid. at the same time we got to make sure that we cap some of that stuff off right yeah. and, you know but at the same time hospitals got to be involved insurance companies got to be involved your pharmacy benefit managers, your wholesalers, everybody, all in that chain within the drug chain, yep. everybody's gotta come to the table and, and we all need to recognize they're all part of the problem. The pharmaceuticals, yes. But I also tell you too, that when, and this is another thing that I, I, I know people hate, listen, I don't wanna get too overly like right and left on this, but I want everyone to understand this, part of that deal making a hat with the Affordable Care Act mm-hmm. was the, the Obama administration, I'm not 100% just blaming them, but just I see this happen a lot at, the, at that level. They gave two more year, two more years on patent controls for your brand name drugs. It was 10 years, ex- expiration, right? Mm-hmm. Then it goes to generic. Mm-hmm. They gave two more years. Because of their money. Because you, know, you know how much money you can make in two years? Yeah, dude, I'm a lot. Yeah. 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 So it's just like, so let's not kid ourselves. Hey, come here. I'll be the first one to come tell here. you. Come here. I know, she's, she's doing the post. Remember I told you, I'll get riled up from time to time. I don't. I want. I want to. I want to make sure there's enough blame to go around on everybody in both parties, at the, especially at the national level mm-hmm. too. You know, I, we can go on about the state level, but the national level will somebody because unfortunately, you know, all that stuff it happens a lot at the national level. As much as I like to see it come back to the states, a lot of that gets taken care of at the national level. And I think we sh- we should be doing a better job at the national level, and we're not. And that's, you know who's uh, going to fix it? Who? Sam Garrison. He's going to fix everything. I gotta. Listen, I told you already. We gotta go. Uh, I gotta go up this week, and I told you I'm going to talk to you about your domestic violence thing. I'm going I'm to approach him this okay. week. Okay. Right. So I want to know. I know you're mentioning you. his name again, and so uh, I want to ask a serious question. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Why does insurance pay for Viagra? Ask the insurance. Um, technically, it's supposed to be a heart medication. It just has certain side effects. 
Um, and when they figured out the side effect, they started showing it for that. Depending on the situation, I will tell you this right now. A lot of insurance companies will not pay for it yeah. unless the doctor is specifically put in there. Now, I'm not saying there aren't doctors who aren't trying to probably, you know, skirt the, 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 the doctor's orders. Well, I'm just telling you and what, what they're putting in there. But I will tell you this is that I know for a fact that a lot of patients who are paying cash on that stuff because mm-hmm. insurance companies do not want to pay for mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Unless specifically, like Mike said, the doctor writes in there, yeah, they need that. But then we also know, too. Does anybody like, ever do it like off-brand? Yeah. You know how much yeah. like my I had from um, the pharmacy, it was a certain uh, from... Oh my God! Uh, it was a certain type of um, Plaquenil, is what it was. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a certain manufacturer that I had to have because there's um, off-brand Plaquenil. I remember, I remember we talked about that. Yes, remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off-brand Plaquenil doesn't have an enteric coating, and because of the other drugs I was on, going through cancer, going through a lupus flare at the time, um, I couldn't take it because it. Uh, made my throat raw, mm. right? Gave me esophageal mm. issues. So I had to have a certain Prasco pharmacy. Is who yeah. I had it. Don't you know that when the, all that crap was going on, the the governor came in and they bought up at, like almost all of yeah. Prasco's because they were L. because it was put it was being put out there as a tout as a cure for COVID. Well, as, as a like, as a as a drug you could use to help with COVID. Um, what's the official? I forget the official name of the Plaquenil. Um, Anyways, and, and what ended up happening... Hydrochloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, because at the time, President Trump had said something about it, and so everybody went crazy, and so forth. And I'm not saying that... Now, I will tell you this. Whether it be Invermectin, which, folks, I want everybody to know, it is oh it is a real thing. It's not just used for horses. Before right, it was used Rogan. for horses, right, yeah. Invermectin was used for humans. Invermectin, things like that, hydroxychloroquine and others, um, there are possibilities with the... Um, uh, with COVID and stuff like that, right? But the problem was, I don't know if the president should have come out as quickly on that without because then what happens is you, anytime the president, like like whenever the 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 the, the Fed um, the Fed president says something, right, and excuse the markets right away because of what he says. When a president speaks, and this is where I always go back to, I think the presidents always need to be very careful what they say. When he spoke, it went like a rush, yep. and it impacted patients like you on lupus, right, who have lupus, it impacted them greatly because they were trying to get their meds, but everybody now is like, oh, we're grabbing, we're grabbing, grabbing, and the supply chain couldn't keep up. Ten days at a time, you know what I mean? And that's, yeah. Yeah. Water, toilet paper, like fucking toilet (laughs) paper people. I'm telling you that was done by, like, uh, I'm not going to say a particular company, maybe a Charmin, I don't know, but I'm telling you, somebody in a studio made a video of two jackasses fighting over toilet paper and put it online and just watched the whole world lose their... This is what you're worried about? Like, oh, the world might be going to, you know, going to hell. Let me ask you something. Were you guilty? Were you you guilty? Did you hoard TP? We had a bunch, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Eric made the video. Not because I'm not going to say anything, not because I wouldn't want to go, but I will tell you, but it was a little bit of a real thing because you're trying to go there and you realize that it's all out and you're like, wait a minute. So now you're forced to like, when it comes out again, like let me grab at least, you know, three packages because everybody's going nuts over here. If everybody would just be calm and go to your Walmart or Publix forever and just like shop like you normally would, wouldn't be a problem. But everyone went nuts. So by the time I go there, because I really need it now, right? Because I'm not wiping my, you know, stuff with my hand, right? I'm sitting there, I was like, oh, and so then my wife's like, oh, we got to, we got to, we got to get three packages. Babe, this is crazy. I can't believe this is what we're doing in this country. Like, like, like last year when eggs were, like, when eggs. like zombie apocalypse teams going out. That was toilet toilet paper paper. paper. Like last year when eggs were like the price of gold. Since when the hell are eggs? 
So I just told my father, hey, get like 10 chickens. He sits on a property in Deltona at hey, one acre. Why can he get 10 chickens now? Because of you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Are you the Mike, chicken hoarder? Yeah. Mike, if you got a problem with neighbors and chickens, you can blame her for it. <laughs> we need chickens. That's yeah. what I'm saying. People needed to grow their own eggs. Uh, listen, I, you know what? And I will tell you, after this whole nonsense, I will tell you that you're 100% right. Yeah. If you have the property size to do it, I'm all for it. Yeah. I think we should get back to some little basics. Mm-hmm. I told my kids the other day, hey, man, and the world comes, you... Less than my age, you're screwed. y'all are screwed. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I will go there with my little Flint nonsense, with the little, yeah, and I can spark and it. I, yeah, I'll spark it. Hey. I'll, I'll get things going. Yeah. I got a fire. You guys will be sitting there going, "How do I plug it in?" They know electricity, bitches. Hey, listen. <laughs> can hey. I Google this? Oh yeah. shit, my phone's done. Hey, yeah. oh. wait. Yeah. Listen, we have to be on the same zombie apocalypse team i'm just telling you that right now you better not abandon me because i know you know people and i know where i know you know things I'm just yeah, saying. but you need a phone in order to do that. They're far away. So no, no, I have to no. Like go hey, back satellite. We'll smoke signals. Yeah, yeah, smoke signals. Satellite and Morse code. Okay. Okay. You need to get on that <laughs> shit. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I know. We digress we need a little bit. I know. I know. See what I'm saying, Mike? You can't. Mike, you got to take it. Folks, please bear with us, Mike. If fun. you could, Mike, explain to uh, some folks who may not be familiar with a little bit with the donut hole and those people who are getting kind of trapped in there. What are you doing as an agent, if you can? To help some of these folks out as best you can. Now, with which donut? There, there's well, there's like where you don't different... you don't qualify for Medicaid, or you don't qualify for ACA. So right. you're not supposed to go on some sort of insurance, and nobody knows where to go. And, and yeah, where do you come in to try to help some folks out? It's if very, you can? it's very tricky. It really is because okay. there's we're stuck to the system. And again, it's you know as any agent can do, we can only follow what the system will allow. So what you know some people are doing is they're adjusting their income saying hey well you know maybe if i'm right in that donut hole well i'm anticipating getting a raise next year so i can bump my income up a yeah i'm not saying that subsidy yeah um <laughs> some people are saying stuff like that it, it's really challenging and then the, the other thing is is that um I, one thing i will tell you guys that has happened that i'm running into people doing this is people on medicare that um they're getting an increase in their social security because we're trying to fight inflation mm. by giving out more tax dollars because that's yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> don't get me started. So um, don't get yourself started. Please do, yeah, because we're just gonna sit here. So, um, so what they're doing is they're, they're giving people more money on their Social Security, which is great because these mm-hmm. people need more money. The problem is those people that were right on the cusp of mm-hmm. getting Medicaid. Well, now that extra eighty bucks a month puts them over. Now they don't get Medicaid. Mm-hmm. So because you have pay, you do have patients who are Medicare, Medicare, but also need that Medicaid subsidy or kind of backup, right. so to speak, to help out because they're just their, their incomes are just a certain way. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So those people that were right on the cusp, guess what? I know this stuff. Now, now they're that. gonna pay. Now they're gonna pay the hundred sixty five dollars a month for their Part B, yeah. and they're not gonna have free everything. See that, Everything's not you covered. You can't listen. You know how anti conspiracy theory I am. Like I just fucking hate the yeah. tinfoil hat wearing whole society. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but with that being said, yeah. that shit's rigged. So you know what I mean? Like well, it, it was it was put in it's place so three years like, ago because um, they're they paying they're paying people to sit up there and do. How can we fuck the people? <laughs> That's what they're doing. I believe it. I'm just gonna stick with that. Uh, right. I, don't know, I, I think a lot of I think a lot of the people that are making these policies um, have a very short view. Exactly. And they're they not down in the trenches. They're right. like the CEO. Exactly. That well, wants to do. I'm the other sorry, Mike, is, The other problem is government. <laughs> Government's solution to every issue they ever have is throw more money at it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it didn't work? We'll just throw more money into it. It'll work next year. Well, who's paying all that money? It, there's no such thing as government funded. There's only such thing as taxpayer funded. So, you know, it sounds great, but 
the, the other thing is that a lot of people, and this is my biggest fear is watching the subsidies go up, which is good because people need help. Yeah. So I'm not saying let's not be compassionate. But my question is, where does it end? Yeah. What is going to be the cap? When are they going to say, okay, guys, we've spent X amount of dollars and we still aren't yielding the results yeah. that we promised everybody. We need to go back to That's the drawing board. And they don't do that. When it's you, just add more money. When you and I spoke, Mike, about two weeks ago, and I was, I, was, I was telling you something about just where I was trying to head maybe next few years, and we talked about mm -hmm. it, when I do come off my stuff, my, my own plans that I have currently with the state, and then I said wanted to go private. You and I were talking quite a bit about this. One of the reasons that I kind of like thought about it, because I couldn't get, I wanted to get um, Representative Chase Tremont in there for this week, and he's been going through some stuff with his mom. Mm -hmm. So my heart- Which, my, uh, yes, go ahead. Yeah, my heart goes out to Chase and his family, and prayers go out to them as well, too, and I hope your mom gets better um, soon, sir. Yeah. Um, from, yeah. from us here over here at the Smoking Truth Podcast, he, I know he wanted, he definitely wanted to come on, because he'd asked me already once or twice yeah. to come on back, back on. Um, but Mike, we talked about this a little tiny bit, mm -hmm. uh, just health insurance. And so one of the things I talked about was, in this country, we got to figure out a way to commit to which path we want to go down. Mm -hmm. Either we go down a Medicare for all, and maybe some hybrid of that is where you let allow the maybe a, a few insurance companies or however, I don't know how to do it, where they can kind of get people onto their plans mm -hmm. and so forth. They help control because to me, if the government's running it all, I don't think it's good. I think you need some sort of buy-in from, from private and public, like private, private and public partnership. Either we're going to do that or we're going to go truly a real capitalist way where maybe we can do things like, okay, maybe we can allow insurance companies to operate across state lines, which are supposed to be kind of working on little by little. But Mike, I think you told me that's a little hard to do, or they haven't, they don't have the scheme set up for that in order to help bring down pricing. Mm -hmm. Cause now you get economies of scale from doing right. that. Correct. Well, it's, it's almost like a false sense of security because mm -hmm. I can, let, let's say I can buy a plan from California. Well, if that's like a regional HMO plan, yeah. Am I going to fly to California every time I need to see a doctor? Yeah. It's, so unless the unless the insurance companies put everybody on nationwide PPOs, where you can go to any doctor you want. Why well, wouldn't you do that to begin with? Like you well, know the, what I mean. HMOs is what one of the things that really screwed up insurance in general. Back in the days before HMOs came out, it was catastrophic plans like we were t discussing mm -hmm. earlier. So you paid for your own doctors. You got to choose your own doctor mm -hmm. because most doctors didn't even care about insurance. You're just cash pay twenty bucks. You're done. HMOs came in and said, "Hey, if you allow us to determine what doctors you can see and and or provide a referral from your primary care doctor, we'll give you a free physical. And people sacrificed their ability to choose fast and efficient and affordable health care for a free physical they could yeah. have bought back then for 30 freaking dollars. Yeah. And that was, you know, the, the problem is people are so uninformed. Um, you know, how much research do people do before they buy a car or a television or whatever? But when it comes to healthcare, their prescription drugs, whatever, we just do what we're told. Mm -hmm. And we have a very high esteem for our doctors and not necessarily that we shouldn't, but doctors are very rarely questioned. And yeah. so many people get, you know, well, my doctor said to do this, so I'm doing it. And they don't really give much mind to it. Doctors don't make money if you quit coming back. I'm yeah. going to leave it at that. You yeah. guys can take it wherever the hell you want from there. Yeah, yeah. But, you know. Well, um, I, and I, I think this just speaks to a larger problem because, you know, I want to segue into some other stuff. But I think this speaks to just a larger problem, which is that, <clears throat> number one, <laughs> there are huge inefficiencies in the system. And I and I go back to this. My cousin, I, I made a comment to you once before. My cousin who's pretty conservative on, on financial issues and a little bit more, definitely more moderate on some social issues. And he tells me, look, man, we just got to figure out in this country where we want to go. Yeah. Either we're going to pay for it through taxes and we have some sort of, you know, medical 
Medicare type system for all. Um, my dad will tell you he's on Medicare Advantage. He loves it. He's with um, he's with Humana and he loves it. He pays two hundred and sixty five bucks a month, so he's not on just tell, regular tell him Medicare. Tell me, I'll get it cost lower. Oh, 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 oh okay, okay, <laughs> maybe all right. And then uh, and but he you know and he loves it. And so it's either we're gonna go that route for all, and maybe not just have the government do it, but maybe we do some sort of public private partnership, right. or we go a completely different route. Either which way, we got to figure out because the current system we have right now is super inefficient yeah. and it's making more opportunities for insurance companies, doctors, PBMs, and pharmaceutical, that whole chain to become much more efficient and they're all making money, guess what? At whose expense? And everybody knows I am not anti-capitalist by no means. Yeah. But let's be let's be honest. If I got a business I'm trying to make money, guess where I'm gonna go? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make money. <laughs> well and and you know again this is not a bash on doctors, but yeah. this is the reality of of the billing situation. And, you know, I see medical bills all day for, you know, clients call me, hey, I need I'm going to tell you this to that point. Calling the doctor, new doctor, especially she have to go to. What happened to, hello, Mrs. McCool, how are you today? Mm. Insurance. <laughs> yep. Security. <laughs> yeah. That's well, what it's exactly you, like. Hand an insurance card. It's like, ka-ching. Yeah. yeah. Um, what insurance do you have? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I'm sorry. All that matters. No, yeah. you're 100%. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's the reason people have insurance. I tell people, you don't have it to go to the doctor. That's the silliest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. If you're spending $500 a month, that's $6,000 a year. Who in the hell goes to the doctor enough to justify $6,000 a year? Yeah. You simply don't. So again, that's why I wish we could go back to old school, pick your own doctor, pay him cash. Um, but I completely just had a squirrel moment and forgot where the heck I was going before that. <laughs> we did that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there, there, there's just so many different things, guys. Um, personally, I feel that the, the government getting involved, they already had Medicaid. Okay, mm-hmm. for people who can't work, don't yeah. work, whatever. They're, they're, they already have CHIP, which is a program for children. There's already so many programs for them to come in and step on the the, um, the under 65 market as heavily as they did, I think has created a lot more turmoil. It helped 30 million people, yeah. but it created a lot more turmoil for mm-hmm. many, many more people from my own personal yeah. observation. Yeah. Um, well, that, that's maybe. kind of the issue. I, I, I think the insurance companies kind of knew what they were doing. And maybe if they were forced to have certain guaranteed issue products, mm. if every insurer had to have an Obama-style plan that they could issue, but they could still have underwritten plans that were more old-school surgical expense kind of policies, I think that would help a lot Yeah. yeah. Um, well, versus putting everybody in the same cookie-cutter box, you know? Yeah. Um, a lot of these benefits are very expensive that they have to cover now. So uh, what I'll do is I'll just let everybody know, look, you go see a, go see one of your reputable sh- insurance agents out there, but please, by all means, Mike Cimento does, uh, he does group, you do individual, right? This is what we talked about, yep. trying to find individual. And also there may be some subsidies that you're telling, I think mm-hmm. you mentioned to me that made some folks may end up qualifying for. So please folks, mm-hmm. if you don't know that it's out there, you can go see Mike about it. You also we'll put your email up there. Oh, on yeah. The, on yeah the thing. Leave, we'll leave it with OG. So this way we yeah. can put it up there and people can know how to get a hold of you. Cause I, like I, like I said, I wanted Mike because he's he knows this. I've, I've known Mike, like I said, for about eight nine years already. And just whenever we talk health insurance, regardless of his own personal opinions about where we're at within health insurance, mm-hmm. I've always felt Mike has always been very pragmatic and practical about. Look, my goal ultimately is to go and help my customers yep. get in the best possible plan that they can. So. Right, right, yeah. right. Absolutely. Anyways, all right. So that's it. Thank guys. That said, we that got a little bit of time. Said. Go ahead, girl. And you, uh, I know you want to start talking politics. And Mike, if you want to jump in because you hear something ridiculous, you go right ahead and say, what the oh, hell is that? Sure we'll never hear anything ridiculous <laughs> Okay, I'm going to just take the lead <laughs> off here. This is directly from Wesh News 2. Volusia County is growing and some schools are over capacity. No, no. <laughs> District leaders are now looking to rezone hundreds of students. Yeah. 
We understand that it's going to disrupt lives, said Ron Young, Volusia County Schools Planning and Construction Director. We get that. We have kids. We understand. But in some cases, rezoning is absolutely necessary. Young said that there are 16 schools currently over capacity in the district. While building new schools could help, it won't help the district address the problem as quickly as it wants. Coming to my heart, Jesus. We have to take into consideration schools that are under capacity and that might be in an adjoining zone. So rezoning and moving kids to school that have the space is the most reasonable solution. I'm going to stop right there. Okay. Where do you want to go with it? What would be a reasonable solution? Well, stop fucking saying yes to every development that comes along in Volusia <laughs> County. Please. Yes. Thanks. We have yeah. talked. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. We have we talked have about this, here. people, for two years now. I have been screaming at the top of my lungs at the county meetings, at state level, at city level, at developer level. We simply do not have enough teachers. There's a reason we're over capacity. It's because you keep rubber stamping development, saying that there's capacity and there's not. Do you know why? Because your data set is very flawed. Your data set, when you're determining concurrency, which, woo, no, we don't really do that in Volusia County, you are neglecting to put in the deficit of the absence of teachers into that equation. So are you getting true data? No. And in that, you're fucking us on funding. You are screwing kids' education. You are making teachers that are seasoned want to quit because you won't listen to what the root cause is and figure out a way to fix it. So yes, we're over capacity at every single fucking school in Volusia County. You can't tell me that we're not. Then So, I'll, so I'm going to piggyback on that a little bit. So as you know, in about two more weeks, we're going to have uh, chair, uh, we're going to have um, uh, council member Troy Cannon with Mike yeah. Scudero and we're going to talk about some of the funding issues, you know, poked at very little tiny bit what happened when the school district came up because they were looking for more money for law enforcement in the school all right, and then many felt that they didn't do their due diligence. And to that point, right? At what point in time are we going to say, let's put a pause on some of this stuff? Let's really do our due diligence. What type of reports are you using? Are they ten years old, or are they are they recent within the last two three years? So we know with actual traffic data and counts look like, so we know how many people are moving in and out. And the part of the problem is, and then what's happening? We're listen. I'll I'll go this far. We need to be very careful on uncontrolled growth because it will get out of control and get ahead of us. So Eric, the point where there's no it's funding. already ahead of us. How are you like, oh, it's going to get, well, it's our, already ahead of us. Look at our infrastructure. Like you said, we keep rubber What infrastructure? Or, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I was like, I, I grew up in this area, so I kind of have a long understanding of how it is. And I, I drive through certain areas now, like Orange City. And it, the traffic's bad. I'm like, there used to never be traffic. Howland. Like this. Have you gone oh, Howland? I, I avoid these roads like the plague nowadays. Like, <laughs> Seriously. Dude, I do not leave my house before nine in you the morning. Know, wait, do you know I the don't. back? Do you know the back roads? Yeah. You're on the zombie team. Yes, I got okay. you. Yeah. <laughs> the actually, GPS goes out. When I that accident, actually, when that accident, oh, wait a minute. When that accident <laughs> happened this week, and I don't know, an I four. The one that happened on I-4 that backed up everything in Deltona and DeBarry, and nobody could get anywhere, right? Anywhere. It happens like every other day. No, I know, but it seemed like this one accident. Like, I sat there was like, so f once again, I, I think I heard that somebody um, had died in that accident. I, I really do feel sorry, but no, it just seems crazy, talking about infrastructure and just in general, that that one accident stopped. Gridlocked. Just gridlocked of everybody. Yeah. Yeah. DeBarry, down 1792 to get into, in Seminole County was gridlocked. Yep. Howland Boulevard, going into I, going towards I-4, wherever, gridlocked. Any one of the major arteries you want to use in Deltona, gridlocked. And it just so happened that morning, I left early with my wife to go down to Lake Marion. And so I happened to see all the mess come back. So I already knew where to avoid. 
But had I not done that, I'd have been stuck Dang, like everybody yeah, else. Yep. There were kids sitting out there for two and a half hours waiting for their buses to come out. I saw the poor kids. It's like 10 o'clock in the morning. They're still out there waiting yeah. for their buses <laughs> yeah. because everything just got backed up. And I'm sitting there going, folks, in this day and age, in 2023, we're about to hit 2024, I cannot believe that we're in a point where one accident will stop everything. Yeah. Hey. We need to make it harder for people to get hey. driver's licenses, okay? Welcome. <laughs> welcome to, in Deltona, yeah. welcome to your Deltona City Commission. Yeah. Yes. 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 Can I tell you, Mike? Yes. So Mike and I have had conversations with Victor crazy. about this for several years now about the whole issue. Mike's always like, because we'll, oh, we'll talk about. Oh, Victor! I've told OG three eight eight three oh five down here. He was part of the problem. Yeah. I, listen, I will tell you, we've had these conversations, and 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 I know what the I know what's supposed to happen with private property rights. But Mike has always been one. Says, I get it. But Mike said, "Dude, we have way too many homes in Deltona. It's crazy." Yes. Let me ask you this. How, how, what is the capacity now in Deltona? Do you know how many, about approximately how many people we there's, have? There's about 100,000 people in Deltona. I'm going to, 93,000. Close enough. Yeah. Okay. No, because as a politician. <laughs> those, are ones, those are ones you actually count. As a politician, I, you know, if I round up, you know what I mean? Like, whatever. 93,000. Okay. Do you know what Deltona was laid out for? The max capacity? 5,000 probably. <laughs> <laughs> You wish. Yeah, yeah. So does Dana. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 70, about 70,000 people. So that means we're almost, we're about what, 35, 40% over? Over, yeah. But and hey, and, and that one, houses. Hey, here's That'll the thing. Everything. Nobody can answer this question. Yeah. Uh, this is what I ask. Nobody has ever been able to answer this. Yeah. How many people will we hold? Seriously. What is know. the, what is the crucial I can't go back point? How many people will we hold? Remember Nobody. Remember I said about short uh, thought about ahead? That's, yes. Yeah. 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 Nobody can tell you, but <laughs> yeah, you know no. why? Because we're piss poor planners. Yeah. Because we just come on in, welcome. No, but then I heard that people are moving out of the state too. So what's that going to do Lots with of all like me that grew up here that are, miss our old small town feel, and now everything feels like Orlando, so they're getting the hell out of here. Yeah. Well, that, that, it's true. It's happening. They're moving to other states. They're just kind of going, you know, and, and they're over it. Everything. They're, they're, they're just over Can't it. afford it. No, and that's part of the, that's part of the challenge. So remember, I, I mean, that doesn't make me sad. But and here's the thing: no, people like when I say that, people are like, "Oh, you're just snotty because." Dude, I am so middle class. Yeah. I'm middle. Look at my tax returns. Yeah. What I make last year, I don't know, maybe fifty thousand, mm. right? No, I am telling you, I just have a sense of responsibility and taking care and being a steward of what I have. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I need, what taxes do I pay? A thousand dollars a year mm-hmm. in taxes. Sorry, but I've been in my same 1500 square foot home for 20 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I've paid the price for that by not upgrading. I pay in other ways though. You know what I'm no, saying? No, no, I, know, I, I pay know, in other ways. So I am not <clears throat> well off. Well, one I've of the, just been a good planner, but I know one of the things we complained about. So one day I was coming back from Tallahassee last year um, on one of the weekends. And so I came back and like, I see these apartments where the movie theater's at oh, yeah. just out of nowhere. And I'm like, I thought that was supposed to be like a, like a Heathrow type area, like all commercial stuff, restaurants, whatever. And I see all these apartments going, I'm going whoa, what just happened over here? And I just sat there. And so one day I talked about it with her and just, where did this come from? I thought we were being sold that we wanted some form of new uptown, downtown, town for Deltona because we missed the boat on that quite a few times already, right? Apparently, that developer has really good... I'm just saying. That's the only thing that I can... That's the only... I, as many people are bowing over to kiss his dick. Yeah. 
I'm telling you right now, it must be something special. I will just say that, uh, look, my concern always, my concern for the last probably two or three years has been the, we are where we're at, and I just feel like there's still no, with what little we have left, there's still no planning it's, going on. You're no real, no real no. comprehensive planning going nope. on still. It's just like, hey, let it happen, let it happen, let it happen. And yep. we, now Deltona's still got a hodgepodge yep. of just stuff. And you're like, really? Yeah. Well, remember me, you and Victor had that conversation a couple of years ago, that area in the backside of Deltona off of Doyle. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, dude, that'd be a perfect place for a commercial center because you got four fifteen in Doyle. There's nothing in that area, and that entire backside of Deltona doesn't, other than like Walmart that's there. There's nothing there. There's nothing for anyone to shop at. Why won't we use that? What they do? Housing development. I know that was a big deal for her. Oh Trust me, I know, man. It was I'm a big feeling deal. triggered like, right now. Enough yeah. with what? the damn houses. We have enough people. We do not need any more. Sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, yeah. I also have my real estate license, so it's a double-edged sword for yeah. me. But <laughs> yeah, but you understand yeah. the practicality yeah, of it. You I'm know like, what I mean? Yeah. Especially you know. when we're allowing developers to walk out of our town with $10 million. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, well and, and it's part of the problem. And so... Something else we'll talk about in politics, and I didn't, you know, and so I just I wasn't sure if we how we we're going to bring this up a little tiny bit, but I said we're gonna we're gonna bring it up because it's the news of the day. It's mm-hmm. it's all over the state of Florida, um, and you know we we, we talked about it briefly. Say, hey, Eric, be quiet. Content. Wait a minute. Can I just? I yeah, just yeah. Okay. I just want a moment of silence. Hold on a second. All right. I just because I want. Okay, go ahead. All right. So, the news broke that the Republican Party of Florida chairman, the, um, the Republican oh. Party of Florida chairman, uh-huh. okay, uh, apparently uh, had allegations or has been charged with se- with sexual battery. So apparently, as the story goes, uh, I don't know how, look, uh, whatever. But as part of the story goes, you know, him and his wife. Right, you know, or whoever it was, liked having always a third person there. And there was one individual, and I think he was, the, the story goes, he was trying to go see her outside of when wifey's there too. And now all of a sudden is like, I don't know, I guess he wanted something, maybe got a little aggressive, and I don't know what goes on over there. Um, and then there's been. <laughs> There's been tweets all over the place. Like one state rep put out, like, "Wow, now I know how lame my own sex life is," <laughs> right? And this, so, but I want to put, the, the, but my more serious note on all this is that first of all, obviously, the governor's already called for his resignation, which is ap- apropos because he should not be there. But beyond that, wait, let me, who's his wife? His his wife was the one one of the founders of what of Moms for Liberty. So here's my challenge. Here's my challenge. There's a reason they don't like porn. Well, yeah. So here's my challenge, right? And this is I'm gonna just I'm gonna just I'm gonna talk through a moment for Republicans because I I can sit here and go good. all day long. I'm gonna about, be serious with this because this is a serious yeah, matter. So I wanna and that, so I know I could go on all day about Democrat policy setting the but this okay, is one issue that really irks me sometimes about my own party, right? Okay. I have no problem with us taking some sort of moral high ground because I think we need boundaries in life. We can't, and I get it. When people are consenting adults, that's fine and all that. But my problem is, is that when you're taking a moral high ground, holier than thou, and I'm a Christian, this, that, and the other, all that stuff, right? Uh You know, look, that's fine, but you better make sure, listen to me, everybody. I'm talking local politicians. You better make sure Jesus is the only other man in your bed. local (laughs) Local politicians all the way on up. Because I see a lot of local politicians doing this too. Mm-hmm. All right, on, on my side of the aisle, mm-hmm. stop talking about more high ground if you're not checking your own home. Yep. Stop the nonsense. Because every time you do that, 
When I'm out here trying to defend Republicans and trying to and trying to create boundaries, because yeah, you all sit here and say, "Oh, Democrats go too far left and they all they'll allow anything, transgenders, all this other stuff," and I get it. But you cannot sit here and do crap like that and then just sit here and kind of go, "Oh, yeah, you know, well, we're we're still taking the moral high ground." Bullshit! You cut, you kill my argument every time you do that nonsense, and then you have the nerve to run for office. Check his pulse. He's, he's gonna he's gonna stroke out any moment here. <laughs> you no, have I the agree. nerve to run for office. People, hey. check your bedrooms, check your home. I don't care what you do. <laughs> just live if by you, what you preach, guys. Yeah, just, live just by what, what you, you preach. Do and I know that's not indicative of all Republicans. <laughs> that's for people in general. That, that, that's not indicative of all Republicans. Like. But the problem is, is that it happens too often enough where you have Republicans in leadership who do this nonsense, and everybody goes, and then what happens is the general public goes, you see? That's why the Republicans, who do, they, who do they think they are? You know, and I'm not saying we're going to lose elections the next cycle because of just this. But man, I'm out here in the vine trying to, trying to protect my party as best I can from, you know, when I have discussions with Dana. And I'm sitting there going, and then he's like, hey, you know, well, let's just do some kinky shit and just like, you know, and let's get caught because I wanted, to, I wanted to go ahead and get a little rise out of myself without my wife being there. That's I guess, the sad part. I guess he the wanted... bad thing was the mistress liked the wife more than him. Well, <laughs> that was... like, if your wife's not there, we can't do hey, anything. Listen, I'm going to say what I've what have and I been saying. And that just so that that's riles me up because I don't like that. I what no have I been saying for the last year? Yeah. Listen, oh. Randy Fine. Oh God, Jesus. listen to me. You're get me in it trouble. is okay <laughs> to say you like titty bars. <laughs> it's okay. Your fear. One of your leaders. Your leader. Not just got. Caught a oh. threesome. Yeah. So being at a titty bar ain't that bad. Well, wait, wait, what do you it, think wait, about it? It wasn't just the fact you got going to a threesome because number one, if you're out there espousing certain virtues and whatever, you, I, I, last I checked, it was in a good book. It's, one, it's marriage, one man, one woman, and that's it. Nobody else comes in between that. Now I get it. Anything about it on the side though? Well, <laughs> apparently now this guy, we got to make some sort of addendum to the Bible now to make sure some of that's covered, so that yeah. people can be covered by some of this. Look, once again, I'm joking about a little bit about it, but the reality is, is that you cannot go ahead and be out there talking, you know, virtue, 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 and then you have this. And then the sad part is, it wasn't just the fact that it was just some menage a trois thing going on there it's the fact that you know he felt in, he felt upon himself to be aggressive with this individual because i guess maybe he couldn't get what he wanted he said hey mm -hmm. i thought we were good mm -hmm. i thought you know my wife and i with you i thought we were good and i guess he something was happening there now these are all allegations yeah, i was gonna ask you so hold on hold on but <laughs> i have a question though so he was charged with this he's not been convicted correct he's not been convicted well then before we all jump on the bandwagon of hating somebody oh, I don't hate him. Court, only because I've, I've noticed with so many social issues before anybody asks any question, before anyone ever has a date in court, it's automatic guilty. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that he is or isn't. I don't know. I have no idea who this person is. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. Actually, this is the first time I've heard about it. But I just know that so many people, oh, well, this guy was accused of it. He's automatically guilty. Maybe he's not. And Mike, I would normally. And, and, and people are asking for his letter of resignation. I would normally agree with you. But he's. he's but. Here. But. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard little things to the grapevine. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm not defending him. I'm just saying what happened to but what you're happened right. to the Constitution you're right. stating you're innocent until proven and guilty. And he will. And, and oh, does honey, that that's still so apply? sweet. And, and, and listen, that's but, so but, but here's my larger point: if if, I, if 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 everybody else is wrong and he's right, and he has his day in court, and he's proven I'm innocent, then so be. And I'll come back on the show and go, well, hey, listen, I'll, I'll say, hey, I'm sorry, but 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 still is, they still this, had a threesome. This is still speaking to a larger problem within yeah. my own party. 
I don't mind having those virtue uh, conversations. I really don't because yeah, I do. I, we need to have boundaries in a society. And, and the, hey, yes, come here, you come gotta here. live by. You know them, who's though, a man. freak too? Come here. If not, then just do me a favor. Shut the hell up. Hey, come here, come here. Do you know who's a freak? You know who I know is a freak? Who? Come here. Right. Oh God. <sighs> Maybe. Yeah. Look at me. It's just us. Yeah, I know. Well, pro- probably. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Uh, I would be like, Eric, what she said? None of your damn business. But I know. <laughs> but you know, I know, brother. Yeah, I know. I know. All right. Anyways, All right. I got off my soapbox. Okay, over so you're good now. I, I think it's, I'm good. Here's the but thing. I'm getting worked up, man. You're sweaty. Uh, yeah. You're sweaty. You're flush. You are a little. It's just annoying, man, because I'm out there trying to always defend my party, and I get the dumb stuff like this. Like everybody knows what Democrats do. Yeah. Right. Like, hey, it's a free for all. Yeah, that's a free for all. Yeah. Oh, Republicans, come on, man. We're supposed to be the party that holds the line a little bit. And, you're, and they're like, hey, this stuff happens. You're like, really? But it's not just them. It's even these guys who talk about like the Bible. And they want to start quoting, quoting scripture. Shut up. You're, yeah. not a, you're not a preacher. Yeah, exactly. You're a politician. You've been so tricky. You sold your soul a long time ago hey. to be a politician. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I put it that way. But <laughs> not you, but you know, some of these guys. <laughs> you know, come on, man. I believe in the values of the Republican Party in general. I do, man. And I just, but it gets... Boy, God. All right, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm with you. I agree with that. I'm just, you know, like I said, I've I've seen a lot of people get Here's the thing. Here, let me ask you. in advance. Hold hold, hold, hold my hand for a second. I'm getting... Hang on, hang on, hang on. He took his glass. He's not fearing He's taking his shades off. (laughs) Go. Okay. Serious. All right. Okay. Because we only have two minutes left. OG, you may need to wipe the, the earmuffs down because it's all like hot and sweaty. I'm just bothered right now. <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. Listen, can I just say something? Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Where are we at with time, OG? I'm just. We're 58 like 35. A about a minute and a half. Okay. Right. I'm, not, I'm not going to go there. I'm just going to leave it because okay. you finished off on a good okay. night. There's absolutely <laughs> no way to top that <sighs> meltdown you just have. Yeah. So. Yeah. Republicans <laughs> don't care if you have a threesome, yeah. right? Just don't get caught and don't lie about it. And don't don't, don't assault your mistress if you. And don't assault. Apparently, your yeah, mistress. don't assault your mistress while you're at it. Who's yeah. also your wife's mistress or <laughs> husband or whoever? I don't know. It's 2023. It's it can go all kind of ways nowadays. So who the hell knows? Oh, gee, maybe what we do is we title we title the show this coming week: Health Insurance and Eric's Meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Oh, oh, oh my God, God man. Woo, <laughs> Lord. Okay. No. Right. It needs to be meltdown over a threesome. No, no, no. no, no, no. Because you're giving too much we away. Need, listen, we need, we need. I know that, but you're giving too much away, but you can't give it all away. Like, you know, it's just, but they don't know which threesome. Yeah, but they still got, yeah, but I still want them to hear Mike's stuff on the health insurance too, man. All right. <laughs> Mike, I'm sorry. Oh, I, didn't take I told you to try to have. I told you to try to have fun today. We've been, we've been friends for years. This is not right. used to. Oh right. my god. Okay. All right, my dear. Listen, people. I'll shut up now. <laughs> Pray for, for the last minute. His head's gonna explode. Oh my god. My okay. dear Republican Listen. Party. <laughs> We're going to cut the short the show off because we need to go attend to Eric. We're concerned about him right now. Um, but listen, thank you all for joining us. We're going to have to have Mike back um, to when we're serious. <laughs> we can talk politics with Mike, too. Mike likes, yeah. to, he likes to poke the bear a little yeah, bit, Yeah, okay. You're going to yeah, come back, fun. right, Mike? Yeah, yeah, you can yeah. come back. Okay. I'll definitely. 
So listen, guys, thank you for another great week. We really missed you. Thank you for bearing with us for two weeks, but we did need some downtime with our yep. families, you know, yep. and um, so thank you for letting us have that. Welcome back. We missed you. And next week yes. is Danny. Danny. And, oh, Danny Robbins, Robbins. And, and um, oh, fuck, who's going with him? Sons of the Beach, uh, one of the individuals over there. Uh, bu- 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 oh, Greg, Greg, uh, Greg Imbert, sorry. Sorry, Greg. Yeah, Gigi. Sorry. That's my pet name for him, yep, Gigi. Yep, no so, but we'll see you guys. They've taken over the show before. So yeah. <laughs> thank you very much and join us next week. Danny Robinson, Greg Gimbert will be yep. here. That's always entertaining when I have two, three male Republicans with me sitting here that's mm-hmm. going to be amazing and so many different like so many anyways anyways with that, yeah. and listen guys just remember this if it's important to you it's important to us peace bye take care this has been the smoking truth with dana mccool and eric ramundo listen for new episodes every tuesday at 8 a.m this has been a Mike and Mike production.